What the fuck is up, world? Bialy, Tlaltik, back. We back in this bitch. Another podcast for that ass. Another grito. Sea dicho. Coming about one week's time since the previous episode. Trying to get slowly back on the grind and back on my toes with this podcasting game for these hoes. <laughs> that doesn't mean you, dog, in general. And ho is not an insult, just so we're clear, right? It's only an insult if you're a fucking conservative, bougie, Christian ass motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but if you're not, it's not an insult, right? People fuck what you expect, men and women. Doesn't matter, right? That has nothing to do with the topic for today, by the way. That's just a reflection on the terrible, misogynistic use of language that (laughs) I chose to introduce this podcast with, right? Um, What's good, Doug? It's nice to be back so quickly in the game. And honestly, part of the reason why is because of it's the time of the season. For those of you old school, you know, um, uh, rockheads, right? You know that song. But uh, the time of the season right now is um, it's on the eve of Veterans Day, dog. <laughs> and uh, I always find this to be a very interesting time of the year. And it's not just Veterans Day, homie. Memorial Day, Fourth uh, of July, basically any day that bloviates and celebrates this settler colonial project. It's always a very interesting time of the year for me personally. There was a point in time when I used to just avoid outright being on social media during these times because I used to find the this just the patriotism and nationalism just outright disgusting and it was off-putting and I would hate to just be fucking berated and assaulted by it on a constant basis. So on days like Veterans Day in the past, historically, I would just fucking lay off of social media. But recently now, I've realized that that's just the absolute opposite of what I should actually be doing. And that what I should be doing on days like that is taking advantage of the opportunity that they present me with to talk about some real shit that needs to be talked about, which is exactly what I did on my Instagram, OG underscore ice nice 13. If you haven't already followed something along the same lines of the other socials, although I'm not as active, if at all on them, regardless, Uh, The point here being is that that this fucking Veterans Day, and it's not just this one, I've done it in the past as well, but I've, you know, I've progressed a little bit in my ideas, I've developed them, I've sharpened my tekpat, you know what I mean? The tekpat is a flint, the blade, and I keep putting it here on my forehead because in ancestral Nahuatl philosophy, this is where our tekpats are, right? Our brains, and you have to try to sharpen them and be as incisive with them as possible. And although my ideas were heavily, heavily uh, informed in the past, namely on Veterans Day, by, you know, things that I've learned on my own through life experience, but also through my educational studies, they weren't fully polished yet, to use a little bit more of the ancestral philosophy, okay? And the reason why they weren't fully polished is because I, you know, again, beyond my own personal experience, the only real input that I had to offer was that which was already regurgitated and, you know, understood, I guess, by people in academia. You know what I'm saying? So there really wasn't any of my own personal reflection that was, in you know, in, in embedded into that ideology, which, you know, 
I guess, I guess it's good, you know, to memorize shit. You know what I mean? It, it, it's an important, it's important in some ways. You know what I mean? You want to learn how to tie a bowl in knot. That's pretty fucking important, you know, for some rugged survivalism type shit. And the only way to do that is obviously to memorize it by, you know, practicing it. So in that way, I guess it's good to memorize these arguments that academics prior to myself have come up with as to why, you know, Veterans Day is a fucking nauseating holiday. But, you know, for me personally, memorization is not education. You know what I'm saying? So one of the things that I'm going to talk about as I progress through this bitch is that, you know, brainwashing, brainwashing camps. And uh, I'm going to accuse the left wing and the right wing of being brainwashed, essentially. But specifically in this particular instance, when I get there, I'll highlight it again. But it's the amount of brainwashing that the right wing has undertaken, and yet they're incapable of acknowledging it. You know, they have no problem. I guess I'll just get into it now, and then I'll circle back around. They have no problem accusing us, for instance, and definitely the progressive liberal left, of being brainwashed by universities. But they refuse to acknowledge or perhaps even, if you ask me personally, are critically incapable because they lack the cognitive capacities. But it's not a deficit on their end. It's a direct result of the institutional learning facilities and how they don't challenge us to think critically. And because of that, these people lack the ability to think critically and they are unable to see the ways in which they are brainwashed too through their public K-12 through education. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I state that memorization wrote memorization is not education so in you know tying up the, the 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 pieces of this particular segment what i was trying to get to is that i i you know i memorized those arguments and many of them i had already known through my own personal experience because i, I don't know if i mentioned it before but i'm a veteran bro like <laughs> i'm a fucking veteran of this fucking settler colonial industrial military complex you know what i mean uh so i have experience with this shit but um so while some of my insights were obviously informed by that experience, a lot of it in the past was definitely honed and not for a bad, it's not like, it's not good or bad because you already know, you know, good or bad, right? Uh, it's not good or bad, but a lot of it was honed by the rote memorization that I did by reading the articles of academics before me who write about why the military industrial complex is a fucking shit system and why, you know, celebrating Veterans Day is nauseating. But there was none of me. I didn't insert myself. There was none of like my particular insight. And, you know, that's the whole point, dog, of offering the flowers. You got this unique fucking perspective. Every single person, not just me, every single person on this planet, you have this fucking unique perspective. It's called your existence, your consciousness. And the idea is to cultivate that consciousness in a way that you have something to offer. So in the past, while, you know, I never really, ha- I didn't really have that because all I was offering was just other people's ideas. But that's not the case anymore, homie. Now, now, a lot of those ideas are influenced by the indigenous ancestral philosophies of our ancestors, bro. And now more than ever, I have reasons as to why I could say, man, fuck Veterans Day, fuck Memorial Day, fuck the 4th of July, fuck the settler colonial nation known as the United States of America in general, and actually offer reasons that aren't just something that has been regurgitated and fucking brainwashed from other people who have, you know, uh, come to similar conclusions. This is from my own perspective, dog. Now, just to finish tying the bow on this, that's why I got onto fucking, now I can comfortably get onto social media and state these ideas because I feel as though I have something to actually offer to the debate. You know what I mean? 
And more importantly, I recognize the importance of doing so because if people like myself don't get on social media during these days to fucking shit on the parade of the people who are just blind, in my opinion, dog, mindlessly and blindly, you know, regurgitating state fucking sponsored propaganda in the form of support the troops, man, celebrate the veterans. They fought for this country. You know what I mean? Like all that nauseating shit. If we don't get on this bitch and, you know, offer an antithesis to that, that shit goes unchallenged. And people, you know, even if it's just one person, accept that to be the truth and they keep marching forward and in doing so continue to fucking, uh, you know, allow this settler colonial project to unfold, which obviously is not in the interest of not just even indigenous peoples of Turtle Island anymore, dog, but honestly, probably realistically the world, homie, if you haven't pieced it together. There's two things that before I continue along with this fucking episode that I really need to make explicitly clear. The first is, I guess I'll start with the easiest one. What we call a Congress, the whole notion of the federal government stolen from indigenous people, first and foremost. Secondly, this whole notion of a Congress that is this fucking uh, representative government that's uh, allegedly, you know, uh, represents the will of the people. Bro, stop. They're they're just glorified arms dealers at this point. The fucking facade has completely slipped. They've taken the mask completely off. This is a fucking death cult. The settler colonial project called the United States of America is a death cult. It has been at war for nearly the entirety of its existence. It fucking feeds off the bloodshed and the fucking tor- the terror and the misery that it spreads around the world. It subsists, quite literally, its economic system, the fucking blood that keeps the machine going, uh, it subsists off the fucking pr- the military industrial complex, the prison industrial complex too, but absolutely the military industrial complex. And they have spread this shit all over the world in the name, not of freedom, like we're allegedly told, but of profit, bro. So, you know, when I'm critiquing fucking Veterans Day, that's what I'm critiquing, bro. And um, I, f- I have found that this is honestly, honestly, truthfully, probably the most difficult part in... In stating these ideas, okay? And the reason being is because I think most people, most people, bro, when 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 they if they were to hear that, if they were to hear that, would probably be like most people, okay? There's obviously gonna be the fucking right-wing MAGA turds, etc. You know what I mean? Who would completely disagree. But most reasonable, sane, rational people will hear that and be like, yeah, this this country, it's it's not in a good place right now. And part of that is because of the military industrial complex. But where it gets conflated is now it gets a little bit personal because it's really easy to critique the military industrial complex. But it's a little more difficult to critique the pieces that make up the military industrial complex, which is, of course, people like you and I or more specifically veterans, because when we're talking about veterans, we're no longer talking about this abstract disembodied entity like the military industrial complex. We're no longer talking about these fucking shadowy figures hiding away in their, you know, high rise skyscrapers in on Wall Street, like the bankers that finance the fucking military industrial complex. Now, what we're talking about is, again, people like you and I, your loved ones, your brothers, your sisters, your uncles, your dads, your aunts, your moms, etc. And that's where shit starts to get a little bit fucking personal, dog. And I get it. I get it. Because, you know, when you hear people like me, who are saying this, you, most people have a very difficult time separating the individual from the military industrial complex, right? And because of that, understandably so, 
it causes a lot of, it, it just makes people feel some type of way, right? However, and this is kind of an important piece in general for hood philosophy, but all of philosophy, and that is that it's never really ever been about placating people's feelings, bro. In fact, by nature, by nature, philosophy is a very, very dangerous practice, bro. And, you know, this is a prime example of how philosophers across time and space have always, always asked fucking questions that threaten the status quo. They have always, by nature of what philosophy is, questioned things that people hold very dearly and hold very valuable. And, you know, because of that, philosophers have in many instances in the past faced dire ramifications for doing so. I mean, one of the most famous stories in the Western tradition of philosophy is this very thing happening. They didn't kill Socrates because he was questioning Zeus and Poseidon. They killed Socrates because the gods that he was questioning were the gods that upheld the social order of ancient Greece. Okay? And ain't shit changed but the swisher, homie. I'm not comparing myself to Socrates, but I am telling you that when people in general start to question the structures that uphold the status quo, like the military and the military-industrial complex, shit gets squirrely. Just look at fucking Kennedy, bro. The second that he fucking threatened in any way, shape, or form the established order that the, you know, the bourgeoisie, I'll call them to avoid any sort of fucking unfounded critiques of, you know, tinfoil hat conspiracy bullshit on my end. I won't call them the deep state. I won't call them the shadow government, even though that's exactly what the fuck they are, because I'll call them a more academically acceptable term that absolutely cannot be denied. And that is the bourgeoisie. As soon as you start to threaten their fucking bottom line, bro, they'll fucking kill you. They took out a sitting president, bro. Of course, they'll have no problem taking out a fucking bitch ass philosophy professor, some small scale philosophy professor in some little community college in a podunk town in the middle of the West Texas desert. You know what I mean? Like, it's dangerous, bro. And at this point, I'm not even stating that there's like an active conspiracy against me, which, you know, maybe there is. Maybe there isn't because they wouldn't even need the CIA to come off me like they did with hit with Kennedy, bro. They all they they have this shit. This hustle is so fucking deeply embedded at this point that, again, just the words that I'm saying. I live in El Paso, dog. We are occupied. It's a settler. It's a fucking militarized occupied border. The second largest military installation on planet Earth, U.S. military installation on planet Earth is here in literally the city of El Paso. It's called Fort Bliss, Texas. The first largest is like 10 miles outside of El Paso. It's you know what I mean? Like this is a very heavily militarized area, bro. And because of that, there's obviously lots of active duty and veteran people here. So when I said they, the bourgeoisie with their fucking military banking uh, cartel that they've uh, financed, uh, that they got this shit down to a T, why I say that they don't even, why they wouldn't even need the CIA to off me is because now I'm living in a city and posting in a city, for instance, that is filled with unhinged veterans running around with fucking PTSD and shit who are going to listen to what I'm saying, who are going to read perhaps what I'm saying, and then they're going to think it's my fault that they fucking have this undiagnosed PTSD. Like, nah, nah, homie, you got that undiagnosed PTSD because you decided to sign up to be a stormtrooper for the fucking international banking cartel, and you fucking went off and fought in these uh, wars of aggression, and you killed innocent men, women, and children around the world 
And now your consciousness is fucking literally eating you alive because of it. That alleged hell that Christians are always fucking uh, yammering on about, you are experiencing it here on earth and justifiably so. In fact, if you ask me personally, you deserve much worse for all the fucking heinous actions that you've uh, uh, committed around the world in the name of alleged freedom for this fucking so-called uh, uh, land of the free, this settler colonial nation. You know what I mean? Now, when they hear this, they know it's true. You know it's true. I know it's true, right? But of course, they're going to feel some type of way because now I'm talking about them and the choices that they made. And because of that, they're going to do what fucking many of these unhinged veterans running around El Paso have already done. And they're going to commit violent crimes like possibly taking me out because they feel as though I'm attacking them, their God, their country, etc. and so on and so forth. That's the subtlety of what it is that I'm talking about when I say that these fucking bourgeoisie motherfuckers, they don't need the, they don't need a they don't need a complex CIA narrative to take me out if they wanted to, dog. There's plenty of people here who would be willing to do this. And it wouldn't even in many instances, dog, it doesn't even have to be the unhinged fucking veterans or active duty peoples, you know? Because again, I'm talking about shit that is so relatable that many people have family and friends, loved ones that are in the military, and even they would probably be willing to do it because how dare this fucking motherfucker, this ungrateful Mexican wetback fool, uh, critique the United States military? Don't they know that they're that he that they fought for his right to be able to say this? Nah, dog, that's not what happened. What happened is that military was used to exterminate my ancestors, okay? And it was used to build this settler colonial nation on our ancestral land. The veterans that I acknowledge, the veterans that I celebrate, are my ancestors who fought to endure and survive in the face of that so that I could be here today and continue to fucking spread this message of indigenous resistance. You know what I'm saying? Those are the veterans that I'll gladly celebrate, not the ones of this fucking settler colonial project, bro. And in fact, doing so, this is a little bit more so to the point that I was trying to get to a little bit earlier, is actually a form of, it's a form of humanity, dog, because again, unless you're completely brainwashed, which I doubt that you are if you're listening to this podcast, because you probably wouldn't have made it past the first five minutes of this episode for sure if you were. But um, unless you're completely brainwashed, dog, the, the, it, you know, most people can't fucking really deny the fact anymore that the United States is really just this. It's a war machine, dog. It's a war machine. If you look at it critically and objectively, it's not fighting for freedom, not ours. It's not fighting for protection. It's not fighting for security. It's fighting for profit, bro. Okay, it's fighting for land and resources. You can strip aside all the religious pretext. You can strip aside all of the, you know, the manifest destiny shit. You can strip aside all the abstract philosophical virtues. At the end of the day, it's always ever only been about the land and the resources, whether it's fucking Turtle Island 500 years ago or Palestine right now, dog. It's only ever about the resources, okay? And the shit that people are willing to do for those resources is literally ungodly, dog. That's why these motherfuckers running around with that PTSD, bro, because they know it in their heart of hearts that the things that they have done in the name of this fucking settler colonial country and its military are unfathomable. They are unconscionable. And that's why they're fucking literally like that's got Lipoca is eating them from the inside out, dog. You know what I'm saying? Um, so when I say that it's a matter of humanity, it's because, you know what, dog? Call me crazy. Call me a dreamer. Call me a fucking idealist. I don't care. I will never, ever, no matter how long I'm on this earth, whether it's another week or another 100 years, it does not matter. I will never put people or rather profits over people. 
I am team people first and foremost. And there is nothing on this planet that can ever change me of that, that could ever dissuade me of that belief. You know what I'm saying? So uh, when it comes to critiquing the settler colonial project, and when I stated that it's not even about just what's happening here on Turtle Island anymore, it's, I'm talking about what's happening all over the world, dog. And then, you know, that's being financed by this United States government, right? And uh, that's being, you know, unfolded by way of its various alphabet institutions, whether it be the USMC, the ARMY Army, the USAFA, the USCG, the US Navy, the fucking CIA, the FBI, all different tentacles of the same fucking octopus dog that's exerting its fucking serving to strangle the humanity, the light of humanity from this fucking world, dog. And I, I, I will never, ever be with that. I, it's, it's unconscionable. It literally goes against every fiber of my being. So at this point now, hopefully, I've articulated clearly enough now to hopefully be able to explain why when I state that I do not celebrate Veterans Day, it's not even about critiquing your homies or your loved ones or ourselves anymore, dog. It's about critiquing what it is that those fucking veterans allegedly are fighting for. And I say allegedly because, dog, if you're a veteran, if you're a veteran, you know this to be true. You know it. And if you're not a veteran, allow me to tell you. And if you because maybe you don't have any veteran family or friends, they don't give a fuck about us, dog. They do not care about veterans. They don't even care about you when you're an active duty person. Why would they give a fuck about you when you suddenly become a veteran? They don't care, right? It's just a fucking masturbatory, plagatory holiday. And if you ask most veterans, dog, most veterans, they will tell you the same thing. That if, what do they want? We don't want a fucking holiday to, you know, placate the time that we served in the military. We want the veteran, the, the, the benefits that we deserve. We want access to the healthcare that we need, the psychiatric need that we need, the psychiatric care rather that we need. The fucking resources that'll help us uh, survive post-military service. You know what I mean? That's what we want. And what do we get? Literally the exact opposite. At every fucking turn, the VA makes it absolutely difficult for veterans to just continue to fucking survive in many ways, dog. Um, I spoke about, you know, how my brother is a veteran. You know, this picture's fucking right there. And it's right there. You could see him. He was in the Marine Corps, okay? And, uh... <sighs> I'm going to talk about it a little bit in further detail later, but now the basic point that I'm trying to state is that one of the points that I made in my most recent uh, Instagram post about this was talking about how, you know, a fucking holiday. I, I don't need a holiday to feel better about my service, dog. What I need is about, <laughs> I need the bankers who fucking created the material conditions, i.e. the poverty that, you know, we grew up in. I need them to be held accountable. I need, you know, the motherfuckers that finance the, the wars that created the wars in the first place and then finance them just so that they can make money. I need them to be held accountable, dog. That's what I, as a veteran, ask for. What do I mean by held accountable? Bro, my brother fucking died from cancer that he got from a fucking burn pit in the Middle East. Okay. He didn't die in active duty combat mercifully. That means that he never had the fucking, he was never forced to be put in a position to kill innocent brown people around the world mercifully. Right. Because he, he probably would have done it. I'm not going to front. He probably absolutely would have done it. Uh, but mercifully, he never was put in that position where he had to, okay? But uh, he was put in the position in the Middle East where he was subjected to the burn pits. And because of that, he got fucking uh, extremely, extremely aggressive form of cancer that took his life at the age of 34. So yeah, he was directly, indirectly killed rather by his military service. So you want to make me feel better for that? You want to make his family feel better for that? 
hold the motherfuckers accountable that created that war in the first place. It wasn't the people in the Middle East. It was the fucking international banking cartel by way of the military industrial complex that did that. That's what how that's how you make us feel better. Okay. Um, and then speaking to the whole Instagram post that I was talking about and, and a little bit in line with how the government takes our money. That's another point that I was trying to make. Dog is like, bro, it happens every time I post this, bro. It happens every time I post this. People will read that shit and they'll be like, oh, America, bro, if you don't love it, leave it. And it's like, okay, first of all, you dumb fuck. That's literally the definition of fascism. That's literally like <sighs> fascism, just so we're clear, is when the government and the and, and the corporate en- entities operate in tandem to fucking exploit the, the working class, right? So basically what we have literally right now anyways. But uh, another part of uh, a byproduct of that is the people who have been propagandized in such a way where they feel as though, wrongly, by the way, that this is the most free nation that's ever existed and that anybody that disagrees should fucking leave it and go live somewhere else, right? Literally, definition of fascism, for one. For two, bitch, this is my ancestral lands, okay? Maybe not here directly in El Paso, but within a 500-mile radius of El Paso is my is my ancestral lands, dog. So what I'm, you know, you European-American peoples, you got here maybe 200 years ago, maybe if that, right? My peoples have been here since time immemorial, dog. We've been here from the very beginning, okay? All my ancestors have, have walked this land before me, okay? And I am not going anywhere just because European terrorists come here and tell me that if I don't fucking uh, adhere to what it is that they say and what they believe, that I'm a bad person that doesn't deserve to belong here. No, that's fucking wrong, dog. And I will never be made to feel inferior on my ancestral land because of it, Okay? Uh, the United States of America, dying empire, bro, 2026, the clock is ticking, okay? This land and the people that have been here, my ancestors and myself included, have existed far longer than that and will continue to exist far longer than that. So no, we aren't going anywhere. We are continuing to fight for the fucking ancestral land that is rightfully ours, okay? And in the meantime, in the meantime, the truth of the matter is we're stuck, bro. We're stuck. We are not fucking American citizens. We've never been treated as American citizens. Don't let the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo fool you. We've never, ever, not once, been treated as American citizens, okay? Or considered American citizens. We might have access to more of the rights that American citizens had when this country first began, but in no way, shape, or form does that mean that we are considered their equals, bro, okay? And uh, because of that, in many ways, this was an insight. I've, I've spoken about it before on my fucking Instagram again. Uh, but it was a story that was relayed to me by a relative from the Paiute Nation when he told me, dog, you know what the word reservation means? It's just a euphemism for open air prison. And Native American is just a euphemism for prisoner of war. And he's not fucking wrong, dog. He is not wrong. And the same fucking logic extends to every single indigenous person on this continent, whether you are tribalized or not. I do not make the distinction and I wish that you know others didn't as well. Because the truth of the matter is that this is an open air prison, dog, and we are the peoples of indigenous, you know, descent, prisoners of war, dog. That's what it is, dog, right? And if that wasn't fucking bad enough, we are forced, literally, at gunpoint, to we are extorted for our fucking money at every turn, bro. Whether it's at the gas station through inflation, through at the grocery store through inflation, or whether it's when they literally fucking tax our asses by you know taking the money out of our checks, we are we are forced under you know. Threat of force. They'll literally put a fucking gun to your head and tell you, give me my money or we're going to put you in jail or worse yet, actually shoot your brown ass, right? Especially if they listen to his podcast and be like, oh yeah, bitch, you don't like the FBI or the IRS? 
how you like this fucking this uh this nine cap in your ass right <laughs> i don't like it very much but that's the point because i don't like it i pay my taxes right and then what do they do with that money that they fucking steal from me they use it to fund their fucking prison industrial complex that you know stripped me of a of a nuclear family they use it to fucking fill our neighborhoods with fucking drugs and and weapons you know what i mean uh, and more importantly, more directly to the point of this particular episode, they use it to fund the fucking death machine of the United States military uh, 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 military industrial complex, right? So they're using my money, okay, to kill innocent people, brown people no less, not that that matters, it's innocent people, period, right, around the world uh, in the name of what? Freedom? Justice? No, get the fuck out of here, dog. And then these motherfuckers will get mad at me for calling it out and saying, like, the people who did this, the veterans included, it's not good. These aren't good people and they don't deserve to be celebrated. I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, I, it, it's unconscionable to me that I, that, that you would to, to celebrate that and that you would expect that from me. It's, it's honestly pretty fucking disgusting, bro. One of the points that needs to really be emphasized on this is the role that public educations play in this process. That's kind of a little bit of the piece that I was getting to earlier, right? And the basic idea is that it's it's these public schools, dog, they're not they're not neutral. They're, you know, they're heavily biased and they're heavily biased towards obviously the fucking institutions that created it, namely uh, the settler colonial project known as the United States of America. And because of that, they're obviously only ever going to include curriculum that fucking celebrates that. So, you know, when you analyze that truth from a objective perspective, you should ideally come to the conclusion that this is not the way you feel about the United States. It wasn't by chance. You didn't you're not a carrot dog. I talked about in the previous episode. None of us are. You weren't fucking just plucked out of the ground out of time and space and, you know, dropped into this bitch at a fucking at however old it is that you are now. And, you know that these ideas that you have were developed organically on entirely on your own. That's just not true. You are the result. I am the result of thousands of years, tens of thousands of years of human history specifically, but more importantly of hundreds of years of American West uh, history. Okay. And because of that, our ideas, our beliefs are heavily shaped and molded by these material conditions. And they're even fucking further shaped and influenced by the public school systems, which glorify the history of this fucking settler colonial country on this land, dog, right? So because of that, it's not really, you know, you're not, look, dog, it's it's cultish. Let's just leave it at that. It's a cult, okay? This whole American nationalism shit, it's a fucking cult, bro. And um, maybe, you know, maybe one day, maybe one day we'll be able to talk about voluntarianism, voluntarism, right? And about how the roles in which the individual plays in making up the society. But until until the public school systems are, I can't even say fixed, dog, because they're purposely built that way. But until this is something that's introduced to people at a young age, dog, these topics will never ever get the fucking credence that they deserve. Which doesn't mean they're wrong. It just means that people are being fundamentally precluded from them. Which, by the way, from an ethical perspective, is highly highly immoral because one of the fundamental tenets of ethics is that people should be allowed to make free and informed decisions. And that means having the access to all the information necessary to come to any conclusion. So on their own volition. So when, you know, we're being brainwashed for lack of a better fucking term 
with this, you know, United States military propaganda, that's a clear violation of that fact, bro. And I get it. I get that some people would take umbrage. I get that some people would take umbrage with the idea that they're in a fucking cult, right? But it's like, dude, come on, man. You have to continue again to acknowledge this from a more objective perspective. Just because there's no God, like the Christian God at the center of this ideology doesn't mean that there is not a God there. The only difference is that the God of, you know, Christian faith has been replaced with the state with a capital S dog. They fucking deify the state into this godlike entity again that we're told we must blindly worship without question, uh, you know, under threat of attack, no less, uh, with the false under the false pretense, bro, that this is that this country, again, is somehow a natural byproduct of human history. But that's not the truth. I just told you it's fucking at least here in the Western world, at the very least, the last 500 years of human history. It, one day, the United States, as it is right now, for better or worse, will not be the way that it is today. You know what I mean? Because no empire has ever lasted that long. You have countries like Russia and China, but even they have gone through their fluxes. You know what I'm saying? And because of that, it's just irrational to state that this is somehow was somehow the rational fucking product of historical evolution. Like, no, it's just a temporary manifestation of nations, one of many that have occurred throughout the history of humanity. Okay, and that to not be able to acknowledge that what 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 we're doing, dog, is we're we're justifying many of the horrors again of the modern world that are you know. There's just so many to fucking name, bro. Whether it be the prison industrial complex, the military industrial complex, the fucking... I look, I, I don't know I don't know about global warming, dog. I don't know what my stance is on global warming. But I do know this. Global cataclysm is bad for everybody. The billionaires included. Because even if they can find their way off of this fucking planet and onto another one before that, who the fuck is going to work it for them? Not them. Those lazy fucks. They never work for anything. They don't... That's, that's not in their nature, right? It would be the working class peoples, dog. And because they're outright disdain and hatred for us, we have to assume they're probably not going to take many of us with us. It's probably why they're trying to build robots so they can take the robots with them instead, right? Which maybe the robots will even come to the conclusion like, fuck these dudes. Why am I working for these motherfuckers while they get to reap all the benefits? You know what I'm saying? And because of that, dog, it's mutually assured destruction on our end and theirs as well. Like they can fucking try to, you know, they can try to run this earth to the ground at the complete expense of humanity in the name of profit all they want it's only securing their inevitable fucking demise with us bro okay and um yeah i mean just i guess to wrap this particular part up the point that i'm trying to get to is look man there's there's a lot of shit going on with this particular debate and one of the most important ones is that my loyalty will always only ever be to the land and I get it, dog. I get it. Motherfuckers think that that means that you have to be loyal to the U.S., but that's not true, dog. The, U the, the U.S. is not this land. This land existed long before the United States ever was a thing, and it will continue to exist long before the U.S. is a thing, okay? And because of that, that's where our fucking loyalty should reside, bro. It is the land that nurtures us. It is the land that provides us with food. It is the, wa the land that provides us with water. It is the land that provides us with sustenance. It is the land that provides us with shelter. It is the land from which our ancestors were buried in and come from. It is the land in which we will be buried in and where we will go, okay? Where our future generations will come from. This is where my loyalty is. That's why we say you got to protect the water. You got to protect the land. You got to do all that shit, dog. And the United States, fundamentally against that, by the way. 
is uh, it's got nothing to do with any of that, bro. It's got it's got nothing to do with it. The only part that the United States plays in this is that is, is that it continuously extracts resources from the land in order to continue its fucking settler colonial project around the world. Now, as I'm nearing the closing of this fucking episode, I do want to take a time to pivot now towards the actual. Look, man, I, as I've already mentioned, am a veteran. My brother was a veteran. Okay. And for the longest time, this is why I stated, this is why I started this bitch by talking about how my thoughts on it weren't completely polished yet, which is why I had never really spoken openly about it. Okay. Too much. Because the majority of the thoughts that I had were just those that were influenced by not only my experience, which matters, but also by the, you know, the, the papers that I've read about this kind of shit, which it doesn't not matter. But again, this is this is what I mean when I state that it was not really my opinion. And the part of that is because as a veteran, you know, as I'm reading this and they're telling me that as a veteran that, you know, that means that I actively helped partake in the settler colonial project of the United States of America and that I actively upheld that like. I took that very personally and I can see why others do as well. Right. But unlike others, I understood like, yeah, dog, I'm guilty. And I have fucking uh, a guilt because of that, you know, to the little extent that I played that can never be, you know, rectified. Yeah, I joined the military like, fuck, that's fucked up. You know what I mean? But at the same time, dog, at the same time, I also, I gotta be very careful with how I put this, but I, I didn't feel bad. I felt bad, but I didn't feel bad. And part of the reason why I didn't feel bad is, bro, I didn't join the military because I come from a long history of fucking American military service members. I joined because I was born in the hood and I wanted to escape the hood. Okay. And me, like fucking millions of other people in the hoods across the United States saw, see the United States military as the only way out. And that is not by accident. That's why I emphasized earlier when I was speaking about my brother and Veterans Day that if you want me to really feel fucking happy for Veterans Day, let's hold the fucking people, the bourgeoisie that created the, the material conditions, the hood responsible for people like us joining the military in the first place. They do it on purpose to ensure there is a constant fucking supply of people who are ready to sacrifice their bodies fucking for this country, dog. They, you know, poverty exists for a reason. Poverty could be eradicated like that. This is the wealthiest time of humanity. Poverty should not be an issue, okay? It only is an issue so that they can terrify the working class to keep working, A, and B, so they can ensure they continue to have bodies that they need to fill the fucking, uh, the ranks in the military, dog. And my brother and I were no exception. We were victims to the fucking predatory military recruiting practices, A, and the material conditions, poverty, in the hood, B, okay? So you mix those two things together and what do you get? People who will gladly sign up to defend this fucking country from what? I have no idea. But um, in order to, you know, I don't know, fucking buy a Dodge Charger? Shit, what the fuck? Some Jays, dog? Like, come on, man. You know what I mean? So, you know, that, that's why I would, you know, when I'd be reading these papers, I'd be like, yeah, man, I get it, dog. But at the same time, like, there's a little bit more nuance to this. You know what I'm saying? And the nuance is that they try to paint and they do the same thing with the all cops are bastard shit. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not saying the police aren't fucking, it's not, it's not evil dog. I'm saying that I know police bro. And like, fuck to say all cops are bastards. That's kind of crazy dog. Cause I know some pretty good cops. You know what I mean? And the same is true. And you know, their response is to be like, there is no such thing as a good cop because all cops uphold a fucking oppressive system. 
That's true. But it's also true that I know good cops. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the point that I was trying to get to with this military. Like, they'll say all military members uphold the fucking, the, the death cult of the military industrial complex, which is true. But a lot of them, like myself, we don't do that because we want to go kill people, dog. We do it because we want to escape poverty. So the point that I'm trying to get here is, well, the first point is the military, a lot of them, they're not enemies, homie. The veterans, a lot of them, they're not enemies. They're fucking, at, 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 at fucking absolute best, they're confused workers, dog. And then at absolute worst, they're fucking class traders, honestly. That's it, okay? Um, but then B, dog, it's like, if you really want to address the issues, get to the core. And the core is capitalism, bro. Capitalism is the fucking core, right? You wouldn't have these fucking wars of aggression if there wasn't an incentive for these companies to make God fucking obscenely amounts, obscene amounts of money, right? So you want to get to that issue, dog, get to the fucking core. It's not the people that are the core. It's, it's the conditions that lead people to these circumstances. That's the core of the issue, right? That's the first part. And the second part, the absolute second part, and this is where the ancestral philosophy really saved me, dog, is when I come to the realization is that, look, man, I'm trying to think, that's not not what I'm trying to think. Like, I know what I want to tell you. It's just, I'm trying to state it in the most fucking presentable way manner possible, okay? And the manner is as simple. Bro, I have homies still right now who are veterans. I have fuck I, people that I love dearly, myself included, veterans, okay? And I'm telling you, these, for the most part, are not bad people. If you get into the really far left, they'll tell you that we're all racist, we're all fucking alt-right, uh, uh, if not fucking members, then, you know, enablers of this right-wing ideology that's led to the Holocaust of indigenous peoples, but it's like, okay, I get that, dog, but you also have to understand that that doesn't mean that everyone supports that. Okay, A, because I just explained to you the material conditions that led to us being there and B, and this is like a really fucking impactful part for me that I came to understand. And that is that what is happening, dog, is that the United States military is preying not just on, you know, poor people anymore, but on a masculine impulse, dog. Like it's that simple. And the reason why I struggle with it is because I don't want to conflate this with like the gender wars because fuck these gender wars that we're experiencing, dog. The gender wars, they're just a result of a sick society, of a diseased society, okay? I'm speaking to something far more important and fundamental than that, right? And what that is, is something that took me a very, very, very long time to understand. I mean, I mentioned to you, we know when my brother was, when we were both signing up, because we enlisted at the same time. And my brother really wanted me to go to the Marines with him, dog. Like, and, you know, I would have, I I should have, sometimes I regret not going. To this day, I'm like, fuck, man, I should have gone with him, you know what I mean? Since we were little kids, my grandpa would always tell us, you know, if you guys leave together, you come back together. So it's always really fucking like ate away at me that I let him go to the Marine Corps by myself. I should have been there by his side the whole time, which we could have easily done. That's what the recruiters said, but we all know recruiters lie. If you don't know recruiters lie, they fucking lie, dog. If you hear this and you still consider joining the military and do, get everything they say written and fucking notarized because they fucking lie, okay? So anyways, the recruiter told us that we would have, everything that we did, we would have done it together the whole time. But I just could not bring myself to join the Marine Corps, dog. Because again, even though I'd lacked the language to articulate these ideas when I was younger, I've always been fundamentally opposed to unjust war. Now I know the distinction. Unjust war. There was a time when I thought I was a pacifist. I'm not a pacifist, dog. Okay? I was just inherently against unjust war. 
And even though I didn't have the language to properly articulate it, I knew full well that what the United States military, you know, represented was exactly that. So I would plead, plead, plead with my brother, please don't join the military. Let's go together, but to another branch or the, the Marine Corps. You know what I mean? That Because that's the one, like, that's, that that's, it's literally their business. That's what they do. They go off and they kill people. All right. So I would beg him, like, please don't do that. But every fucking time he would look at me like, cool story, bro. Are you coming with me or not? And the answer was ultimately, no, I can't. In good faith, I cannot go with you. I'm still going to join the military, but I can't follow you to the Marine Corps. I'm sorry. Okay. And for the longest time, I, I just, I could not make sense of it. Like, why would he do this? You know what I mean? And it wasn't until about three years ago when I finally understood, dog. And that was that my brother was heavily driven by the instinct to protect. It's, it's that simple, okay? And uh, this is a very powerful instinct, dog, that is currently under attack. It's part of a, of a larger issue that's currently being under attack, uh, uh, under attack, and that's masculinity. And I'll talk about that shortly, right? But the instinct to protect is inherently tied to masculine. But it's not just masculine, though, and this is the point that I'm trying to get to. But I want to be very clear before I continue. This is why I said, like, don't conflate it with the gender wars and why I was struggling to find the best way to, you know, broach this topic, because it's very easy to do that. But don't. OK. We all are comprised of masculine and feminine energy. Long before scientists came along and told us that, yes, men, for instance, have are predominantly testosterone, but also have a little bit of estrogen and that women are predominantly fucking estrogen, but also have a little bit of testosterone long before the Western scientists came along and told us this. Our ancestors knew this, okay? They knew that we all inherently, Ometeo, had this fucking duality of energies, of masculine and feminine forces within us, okay? And in some instances, it, ma it manifested more heavily skewed toward the masculine force, and in other instances, it, man it manifested more heavily towards the feminine energy, right? Either way, they existed simultaneously within us. That's why mama bears are some of the most terrifying fucking creatures on the planet, because they also have an instinct to protect. It's a masculine instinct, but it is in a feminine force, namely a mother bear, right? So we all have these fucking instincts and these, and these or rather, we all have these potentialities and these forces within us, right? And my brother was no fucking different. And like I mentioned before in this podcast, there was a point in time where I myself was in many ways a fucking fake woke progressive liberal. And I sincerely conflated this instinct to protect, right? with right-wing conservatism, like we're told currently right now with this continued fucking attack on masculinity, right? And I held that belief wrongly for the longest time, bro. And it wasn't until I started to engage in my indigenous studies that I realized just how terribly, terribly wrong that idea is, bro. For one, white people, they don't own a monopoly on the instinct to protect, dog, okay? Because it didn't just start with them 500 years ago. It's literally a fundamental part of existence. Not just human existence, but everywhere. Anything in existence has an instinct to protect, dog. Okay? Whether they're protecting themselves, their offspring, it doesn't matter. It's a fundamental fucking facet of existence. Okay? And <laughs> this, this shouldn't be a controversial thing to say. But, of course, given the fucking crazy diseased times that we're living through, diseased Western world that we're living in, right? Obviously, this is a very controversial thing to say. It's controversial because, again, the attack on masculinity and somehow this fucking instinct to protect is wrongly associated with masculinity only. But it's not, dog. It's not, right? You, you know, it's, 
talking this indigenized shit is more, I've said this countless times, but it's true. It's more than just a hip hashtag on social media, homie. It's a fucking applied practice, right? So what do I mean in this particular instance? Part of the reason why this Western world is diseased is because it's out of balance. How is it out of balance? It's out of balance because a lot of the attention has shifted towards the, the, the feminine force, the feminine energy, right? Notice, I'm not saying feminism is wrong. I'm not saying femininity is bad. I already told you. As men, yes, even the most macho among us, we have that within us. That fucking force is there. It's a fundamental facet of reality. We are more skewed towards the masculine forces, but that feminine force exists within us. So I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm saying that it's out of balance, okay? And because of this, it's led to a lot of sickness in this Western world, right? And part of that sickness has, be, has been a demonization of the instinct to protect. They tell us that it's a fucking right-wing uh, or, or, or right-wing conservative fucking impulse, but it's not. Literally, it's a fucking fundamental facet of, 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 human, of, of human nature, of, of nature in general, which in itself, you know, is part of an even greater responsibility being masculine that's just beyond not even being catered to, dog. People like myself and those in our circle would argue that even the the it was it was never really a good combination, anyways. It was machismo shit, this merger of Christianity and European culture. Even that fucking masculinity is it's kind of cringe, bro. Honestly, okay. Uh, indigenous indigenizing. I know I, I'm sound like a broken record, dog, but it's the only thing that's gonna save us. But that's a different topic for another podcast, right? The point that I'm trying to state now is that beyond being under attack, it's we're not even taught how to be men in this Western society, essentially, is what I'm trying to tell you. And not like men, like those machismo ones that I'm just that I was just talking about with the merger of Christianity and fucking European culture. I'm talking about men in an indigenous ancestral way, dog. What it meant to be a man in our ancestral times. Okay, we're not taught that. Now, this is not the episode to delve into that. Maybe one day I will. What the point of bringing this up for now is, is to explain how that, all of that right there, this deep, deep fucking fundamental facet of existence has been exploited by the fucking bankers and the bourgeoisie, dog, through their fucking predatory military recruiting practices to get people like my brother who have that impulse strongly within them to sign up to fucking fight in their their terrorist fucking government, military uh, in, uh, institutions, dog. Like, it's that simple. They are fucking lying to us in the most fundamental of ways. And they are exploiting them in this, in many ways, the masculine urge to protect, whether it's we're protecting the country, whether it's protecting the, the ideas that the country allegedly stands for, or at the worst extreme, the fucking actual people in the country themselves, our family, our loved ones, etc. You know what I mean? That's what they're, you know, we're ideally protecting. And these motherfuckers that, you know, run the military, they know that that's not really what's under what's under threat. But that doesn't mean they don't want to make money. So what they do is they fucking manipulate that instinct to protect and they tell us otherwise. They tell us, bro, if you don't go fight the fucking terrorist overseas, they're going to come to America. And you don't want that, do you? You love the freedom you have. You don't want your family under under threat, do you? Of course not. And the only way to ensure that that doesn't happen is if you sign up and go overseas to fight them. Bro, like... That is evil, dog. Evil, evil, and deeply manipulative. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they're. That's why now I don't fucking really. I don't look at every veteran and be like, "You're a fucking evil piece of shit," and you're upholding a settler colonial project. Like, it's true, but you were also a fucking confused worker, or at worst, a class trader 
But, you know, at fucking absolute best, you're somebody with the instinct to protect who has had that instinct preyed upon by a fucking military industrial complex that has a deep, thorough analysis of the human psyche and knows full well that because of your instinct to protect, that they can manipulate you in such a way to sign up for their military to do heinous, ungodly, unfathomable, unconscionable actions all in the name of profit. And that is fucking not something that I support or will ever support, Doug. Which is why I say, fuck Veterans Day, fuck Memorial Day, fuck the 4th of July. Like, I, anything that has to do with the United States government and its military, like, I want nothing to do with. Even though I myself was part of that at one point. Even though I have loved ones and friends and family who were part of that. Still want nothing to do with it. Why? Because it is ultimately inherently anti-humanity. There is war is not unjust, dog. Sometimes war is necessary. Okay, war is necessary when the fucking innocent people need to be protected. We are not doing that. We are not doing that. We are the ones attacking the innocent people, dog. And it has been that way for literally the history of this country, bro. The indigenous peoples, like what the fuck? They were defending themselves against invaders, bro. The United States military was not the innocent people in that in that in that war. That was a war of aggression against the indigenous peoples that lived here. What's happening in the Middle East? The, in, the people in the Middle East are the innocent ones, dog. The United States is the one over there acting under wars of aggression. And it's true for all facets of the United States existence of the military, right? But that doesn't mean that war is unjust. It just means that the wars at this country, this temporary country, that's, you know, empires fucking on the, in its death throes, that the wars they have engaged in are unjust, Okay. But again, this is more of that ancestral shit that right now, currently, I'm just not qualified to speak on, right? If you want to hear from me, I will get there one day, right? But if you want to hear from other people, I highly encourage who are more qualified to do so, I highly encourage you to seek them out and they'll explain to you how and why. For now, I'm just going to wrap this bitch up with the way I started it and talking about briefly why philosophy is dangerous. These motherfuckers know philosophy is dangerous, right? Why? Because they are fully aware of idealism, the alleged high mark of fucking European philosophy. This idea that our ideas quite literally influence our physical world and that nothing in the physical world changes first without the ideas that do so, that drive that, right? Which is why philosophy is dangerous because philosophy literally challenges people to think with the ideas. It challenges their ideas and presents them with new ones, okay? And the greatest fear of the established order is that these ideas will fucking reveal all the faults within that order and fucking serve to undo it and that is that is why that is why okay they don't fucking teach this in school they don't want to teach us this in they schools right what is they schools literally the bourgeoisie it's their schools okay they will never teach us anything that is against their interests because that's just not how fucking life works right and uh, that this is why earlier i was stating by the way that at least you know right wingers have you know no problem calling us, you know, educated fools fucking brainwashed for saying that college is just a brainwash camp, but <laughs> so is K through 12, bro. Where do you think your public school teachers got their education, right? Like, come on, man. So if I'm, a, if I'm brainwashed, that means you're fucking brainwashed too, okay? Um, anyways, I guess the point that I'm trying to get here and how this ultimately relates to the hood philosophy part in closing is that that's the whole point, literally like the stated point of hood philosophy. They are not educating us correctly. It's on us to educate ourselves accordingly. Yes, whether you do so or not, that's entirely up to you. But my fucking function, my role is to at least share 
the fucking competing epistemology so that people could potentially do so, right? And um, yeah, before I wrap this bitch up, I'll simply leave it. Even if you don't like a single word I said, still my right to say it, dog. So if you wanna fucking truly, you wanna really, really, really support and value your veterans, support the people who fucking do the things that it is that those people allegedly fought for. Yes, in this case, upholding the constitution. And the constitution tells me that I have the right to free speech. You might not like what I have to say, but that doesn't mean that I can't say it. And if you don't like that, then fuck you, okay? And not you, lovely listener. I'm fucking talking about the people who are still gonna hear this and fucking think to themselves, fuck this stupid wetback fucking brown piece of shit. Go back to Mexico if you don't like this country. Fuck you, okay? And fuck your whole notion of European superiority. This is Turtle Island, ancestral land. I'm not going anywhere. My my grandfather, my grand, my ancestors fell to pieces here, and one day I will fall to pieces here too. The United States probably is long, the same as well, right? Anyways, that uh, <laughs> about wraps it up for today. I hope you all enjoyed it, and if not, I'll try getting better for the next time. Until then, I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you for the next one. Peace. <laughs>